Hi, you guys. This is April, also known as a soul coach. This is the eighth episode. Hey, you guys. So I'm super excited about this episode. This episode is you guys asking me questions via Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, you have to. It's soul, S-O-L-E, one O-N-E underscore. I am trying to build my Instagram followers. Uh, I want to do it the traditional way, but I might like do it with other um, business owners do. They have like this program that they use to get more followers, and I might do that. But until I decide what I'm going to do with that, I posted in my Instagram stories uh, questions that you wanted to ask me. And I got (laughs) questions from people that don't even follow me. But people definitely look at your stories. So that was another indication to me that I really need to get more involved in my Instagram stories. And the questions that came through were pretty crazy. And some of them were like, oh, that's interesting. But most of them, the majority of the questions that were asked were from people that do not follow me. And so it's very interesting to see like um, who's following me, who's not following me. Some pages were private. Uh, so that tells me that people are watching and looking even when I didn't think, even though I don't think that they are. So before I even get into that, I want to tell you guys about what happened on Friday, why I didn't uh, post the podcast. And, and just this is how magical um, source can be in your life. Okay, so first of all, I've changed up the music a little bit because Anchor is the app that I use to record the podcast. They have these new background music and I don't want to always have the same thing all the time. I definitely want to change this up. And so I got some new music, some new little jazzy music. I hope it's not too bad. Okay, so anyway, so let me tell you about Friday. So I have a lot going on and I don't want to be too personal um, about it. So uh, I met these ladies from Canada. And these two ladies from Canada, we just magically like met through another person. It was pretty much divinely guided. One of the ladies is an author, which I am working on a book. And the other lady was a trauma nurse. She works in a, a psychiatric ward in Canada. And when we started talking, it was like three sisters discussing God, religion, politics, um, spirituality. And it was so refreshing to know that there's so many like-minded people out there. I had a hectic day Friday. It was so much going on. It started at 6 a.m. like all my uh, weekdays does, you know, getting my son up for school. And it was just like I couldn't get anything accomplished. And and I was getting discouraged. And I was like, what is going on? I always have to my podcast on Friday. I need to make sure that I'm consistent. But energetically, I'm just like drained. 
And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I have to be consistent. And I put so much pressure on myself. I'm like, okay, April, like, I just cannot do this on Friday. I just could not do it. So I um, had a concert that I was supposed to be at at 630. So I'm trying to get dressed. I'm trying to do this. I'm running around, making sure my son's good before I leave. It was just so much going on. And then I ran into these ladies that were going to a separate concert. And we were just talking and it was just so magical and I knew that it was divinely guided because it was source saying April you need to slow down take a breath remember your path and stay focused stop putting so much pressure on yourself to to be perfect and stop putting so much pressure on yourself to always have the answer because sometimes the answers come later in your life. And, and I don't want to disappoint anybody by not posting on Friday. So I really was like in my head about it. Then I said, I'm definitely not going to be able to do it Saturday or Sunday. So that's what made it even harder because I was like, man, it's going to be not until next week. So then I said, you know what? I can do two podcasts in one week. I'll do it in a midweek and then I'll catch back up on Friday. And then Spirit was like, okay, that's the solution. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. So I was like, fine. So then I was like, so it's already past the 24 hours on the questions. So I didn't answer the questions in my stories. So I screenshot the questions. Well, some of the questions I couldn't screenshot because it was like out of, you know, the reach or whatever. So I was like, okay. So the ones that I remembered and the ones that I screenshot, uh, I have them. There's about 10 questions that I would love to answer. So I wanted to share that story for you guys so that you understand that in the midst of chaos and in the midst of you trying to get things together and you're feeling like your day is about to fall apart. I honestly had no idea how Friday was going to end up and it was so hectic and then I ran into those ladies from Canada which I just felt like they were my sisters that night just we didn't even make it to the concert we were going to go to one of our friends had a bachelor party and he invited us out to dinner and so I met some more amazing people and had the most amazing light and then I ran into someone that I haven't seen in a long time and he's attached to a guy that I used to date. And as you know, like, I'm single, which is one of the questions that was asked, by the way. <laughs> anyway, he and the guy that I dated were like brothers, but they're no longer friends. And I don't want to put too much of their business out there, but I knew that I loved him and his wife when I first met them. And I knew that we would continue a relationship even if me and the guy didn't work out. Because there was something about them that just tugged at my heart. Their family, their kids, their marriage. And I'm not looking for perfection. I know no marriage is perfect. But they support each other 100%. And that support is good, bad, ugly, or whatever. And I absolutely adore them to pieces. Because they're really good people in this climate that we live in, to find people that are genuinely good and solid is hard. 
Because people are trash nowadays, and I hate to say it, they are. There's a lot of people that are selfish. They think about themselves. They will try to run over you. They're not really your friends. They pretend that they are. They backstab you. They're jealous. I mean, there's so much going on in low vibration energies that when you meet people that are high vibration, and they are like excited and, and they're loving and they're just genuinely good people. You you hang on to that, right? So when I ran into him at dinner, I was just like, I couldn't stop hugging him because that's just how much love that I have for him and and his wife. And I'm so excited. But anyway, um, that was just like the ending of a hectic day because everything just came full circle for me because... Thinking about the guy that I dated when I met him, I was like, I did not hold myself in the highest light. And I accepted things that I shouldn't have. And I, it was just a, a, a wake-up call for me to let me know that I am on the right track. And it was so crazy how Friday was, but it ended beautifully. So enough about me. I'm off my soapbox. Let's get into these questions. <laughs> Okay, so it's a lot of questions. Some of them were funny. Some of them were like pretty serious. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know where to begin. So uh, the first question I want to talk about is do you cast spells? <laughs> okay, so casting a spell on someone or something is definitely alchemy. And I do know how to cast spells, but I do not. Um, alchemy is a science that's been around uh, for centuries, and it's really just using, you know, elements, fire, earth, water, <clears throat> um, earth, uh, to utilize your magic and your magic being uh, your true authentic self. We all have the ability to cast spells. We all have the ability to create and manifest things in our lives through our thoughts, through our process. But alchemy just gives it a little bit more of a push. It's something that I don't do. Um, I have been asked to do it. I just I just choose not to. And I don't have to. Uh, so, yes, I do know how to cast spells, but I do not do uh, spells. Okay, um, let's see. The second thing, are you into voodoo? Voodoo in New Orleans is not a traditional voodoo that is in Haiti or originated from uh, Toga uh, in Africa. Uh, it was brought over from Africa to Haiti uh, as throughout the slavery. And we all know that. Uh, I did my DNA and I am from Toga, uh, a majority of my DNA is from Toga. And then I am from, like, I have French, English, and a small island outside of Italy. So I'm mixed up with all these things. So that's what is so funny about, like, people being racist because on the surface I am a black woman which I am proud of and the majority of my DNA is out of Africa out of the Toga where at voodoo is originated from but however 
I am mixed with all these other things. And and I t- I showed my friend Jessica, who's Caucasian, and she just started laughing. She said, I knew you had white in you, you know, but it was just so funny. But I am a black woman and I love being black and I originate from Africa, which everybody already knows that. But it was just interesting to see, you know, how much of a mix that I, I really was. So to answer the question about, you know, am I meant to voodoo? Yes and no. I don't practice voodoo. It is a religion, but there's some things and spirits that I do call upon, um, which I can. And a long story short, uh, somebody that I follow on Instagram who I admire a lot, she says that voodoo picks you. And I think that voodoo is picking me. Um, I had Papa Legba come to me in a dream, tell me certain things. I'm keep getting pulled um, to practice voodoo. I'm not sure if I'm going to because I'm a mixture of everything. You know, I have a Christian base. Um, that's how I, that's my foundation. Um, however, I'm more into spirituality. I, I'm more into like, you know, a source, God uh, being within us, um, being able to explore that. I believe that, you know, you can be multiple things and not just one thing. But what you have to do when you are going into different religions like, you know, voodoo or you want to learn about, you know, spell casting and things like that. You need to take the time to do the research. A lot of people lean on like Instagram or social media to get information from people instead of doing your own research. And all you have to do is ask spirit to guide you. And 10 times out of 10, the answer will be unfold in front of you. But you have to be aware of what the answer is and you have to accept it. And and use your discernment when you are researching and learning because you do not want to get involved with spirits that don't want to get involved with you. And, and you don't understand the basis of it. Like I have... I know people that build altars and, you know, they doing this to certain deities and so forth. And they don't have a clue of what they're doing. You need to go to a professional and you need to seek out the truth for yourself. And stop relying on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook to get your answers. You need to do the research yourself and ask spirit to guide you and protect you. Because not all spirits are good. When you are into spirituality and you're walking in the light, you need to protect yourself and you need to make sure that you are attaching yourself to spirits that are for your highest good. Because a lot of times we want something from these spirits. We want abundance. We want money. We want the love of our life. We want this. We want that. But in return, what are you getting for that spirit? And that comes back to, you know, your offerings and, you know, things like that. And I'm not going to get too too much into that. But I'm just saying, though, like, you know, to answer your question, I, I do not practice voodoo, but I am into voodoo. I have an understanding of voodoo. I have been studying it, especially since I got my DNA done because it's in me. And I've had dreams from, you know, Papa Legba is the gatekeeper in voodoo. Uh, He's like the head honcho. (laughs) He came to me in a dream. Um, But then I have a New Orleans voodoo, which is totally different. 
And I have had dreams of Marie Laveau. My son has told me things that she's my grandmother, like the, his grandmother. It's just so weird. And I've been led to her house on St. Anne. It's just so crazy. And the things that come into pass when it comes to Marie Laveau, I'm just like, what is this? I don't understand. So anyway, I don't try to feed into it. I um I just let it flow. I know that I'm protected. And then I go from there. So yes, I... um. I am into voodoo, but I don't practice it. I'm just learning. And I, I learned that just like I learned Taoism and Hinduism and Buddhism. Like I've learned and studied world religions because that is how I can be a better coach to my clients that are into those religions and also to have a better understanding of all religions. So, yes, let's see. How do I open up or start my own business? Hmm. Let me answer that question after this quick break. Okay, so how do I open up or start my own business? Starting your own business is something that is so passionate. It's like having a baby. And if you've never had a baby before, let me just tell you. You want to protect it at all costs. And... If you go back to my episode about, you know, finding your life purpose and and that definitely gives you an answer on what you should do your business in because you have to follow what's in your heart and your path. Uh, The first step is finding a name, getting it trademarked and uh, getting a tax ID. And then you need to do your research. There's so much information out there for small business owners that it is overwhelming. But you have to, like I said earlier, use your discernment, do your own research, stop listening to people. I tell you one thing, and I'm just going to say this. People that don't have their own business, um, you definitely should not take advice from them. And they mean well. They absolutely do. However, if you're not a business owner and don't haven't been in the trenches of owning your own business, it's hard for you to give somebody that's owning their own business advice. And I appreciate like, you know, if there's like a specialty, like, you know, like I have a friend of mine that is an attack, like she teaches me and shows me like, hey, you should do this, this and this. That's different. You know, if you're like, this is their specialty in tech. But if you having someone that's telling you how to run your business and how to do your business, and they're not a business owner, you need to shut it down. There's so many people that want to give you advice based on other people's businesses and what works for them. And I've posted this a million times on my Instagram. Your path, your business, your life. Everybody's path is not the same. What people fail to realize, and I'm going to get off the soapbox in a minute, but this I'm very passionate about this one I'm about to say. Okay. Instagram is for show. A lot of people will show you all the good things, like the new houses and the nice cars and the money and the trips and all these great things, but they do not show you the struggle that it takes to run your own business. When I tell you that I'm up early and I'll go to bed late. When I tell you that I'm answering emails and I'm doing follow-throughs and I'm like, what do what can I do to expand my business? Um, it's so much information and it's a lot of work. And it's more work than going to a nine to five. Because when you go to your nine to five, you clock in, boom, do your job. And at five o'clock, you're up out of there. It is like your baby. So if you're not going to have the dedication that it takes 
to be a business owner, then don't do it. If you think that you're going to walk in a gate and be successful, don't do it. If you think that (laughs) you are not going to fail through the process, don't do it because you're going to fail. And you're going to fail multiple times and you're going to fail and then something's not going to work. And sometimes it even going to cost you money, your failures. You have to have the tenacity, you have to have the willpower, and you have to have the determination to follow through. Just like I said, you know, I think on one of my posts, like is Churchill said, you know, what did he, what did he say? It's like, you know, going through failure after failure after failure and still not losing enthusiasm is key to being a business owner. There is a lot of perks. You know, I work my own schedule. I'm able to spend time with my son, which I've always wanted to do. You know, I couldn't do that previously in my previous career because I worked so much and that gives me that freedom. However, I am so tight with my budget and the money that I make in my business, I put back into my business. And in the first few years, you're not going to really see a profit. And if you do, you're lucky. You're one of the lucky ones because in order to build your business, it's from scratch. You have no protocol. You have no blueprint. You are creating something magical. And it's not saying that like hard work. I'm just saying that you have to work smart. So how do I open or start my business? You start at square one. You start following people that's in your field. You start going to conventions and do free webinars. So many free webinars. There is ridiculous. I have books on books and books of notepads that I have gone through. I've gone through to webinars and I take what I can and I learn what I can and then I take it and I implement it. And the things that doesn't work doesn't work. You know, and so um I suggest anybody that is wanting to do their own business do an assessment. Don't think you're going to get rich quick. It doesn't work that way. It might seem that way for people that are um, on Instagram and is showing you the the benefits of their success, but you haven't seen the hard work that went into it. So um, it's a lot. <laughs> and sometimes you have to work your full-time job in your business, which I did for years, and uh, you don't see a profit. This is my first year that I've seen a profit and I started a business in 07, uh, an event planning business, and I got no profits. I spent more money than I made a profit. So I totally failed at that business. So I ran away from it. But, you know, like I said, I started this business in 2015 and then like I had trickle money. But this is the first year that I'm like, wow, I'm really seeing a profit, but I'm holding on to it and I'm and I'm reinvesting um, in my business because I want to launch product at the end of the year. In order to do product, that's a whole nother thing. But anyway, um, I definitely, and I don't want to discourage anybody that wants to start or open their own business. I just am very honest and I'm a realist. And if you do not have that tenacity uh, to stick with it, even when you fail, then you're, you're not going to succeed. Uh, one of the ladies that I admire and I got bless her soul, um, it's Miss Elaine. She's one of the ladies in Gulfport that owns a nightclub. She's been a nightclub business for decades. And she is one of the first ones that told me, she said, let me tell you something. <laughs> you can't be weak. You got to be smart and you have to have tenacity and you got to be aggressive. Can't be scared. Can't be quiet. 
And I was like, yes, ma'am. Because she was no nonsense. And the people, that my Mississippi listeners that know, Ms. Elaine played no game. She taught me a lot about business. And I love her. And rest in peace, Ms. Elaine. All right, let's see. Oh, <laughs> I get this a lot. Are you a bruja? Okay. Bruja in Spanish means witch. I get that more than anything. And no, and yes. <laughs> no, I'm not a witch. Uh, but let me just explain to you what a witch is. Uh, this Hollywood ideal of what a witch is, it's like this lady that's in the woods with a pot, stirring it up. You got the herbs on, you know, the shelves and so forth. And she's casting spells and she's doing evil and bad things. It's not what a witch truly is. There are several witches that I follow on Instagram. The Trap Witch, which I love her. The Mexican Witch. And there's people that are in terror and that's in the occult that um, define themselves as witches. And, you know, there's good and bad with everything that you do. When you have the gifts that I have and uh, um, people, select people have, you can use those gifts to manipulate or you can use those gifts to heal. I choose to heal. I choose to walk in light. I choose to do that. However, there's people that do the opposite and that's duality and that's what we all have within ourselves. You know, like I mentioned before, the little angel on the shoulder and that little devil on the shoulder and you have to make that decision. So I don't like to put labels on myself because I am just a healer. I am here to help people out of the dark into the light and I am here um, to teach and to help and to heal that is who I am so you know if you want to call me a bruja you can if you want to call me a witch you can I don't go through labels that's not who I am um but there's nothing wrong with being a witch so let's see what else we got going on okay oh (laughs) this is a guy several guys was asking me how old I am so let me answer this question I am black so I can be anywhere from 25 years old to 65 because it's a black don't crack. So that's none of your business. Okay. Oh, wait, here's another one. <laughs> Are you single? And I mentioned this earlier. Okay. I am single. <laughs> I'm going to remain single um, until I'm ready uh, to not be single anymore. It is definitely a choice. I have not treated myself in the best light over the years. I haven't been in a relationship in five years and I'm okay with that now. In the last couple of years, I didn't meet someone. It didn't work out. However, um, being in a relationship doesn't define who I am as a woman and I am not going to settle anymore. And Carrie Hilson just posted something on her Instagram that I was like, girl, you said that. She's like, I want my friends to know, and this is not verbatim, is that if I'm old and gray and I'm getting married, then you know that I didn't settle. And that is how I feel. I don't care how old I am. I don't care what the circumstances are. I will never in my life settle again on a man that doesn't hold me to a highlight. I will never settle being in a relationship just so I can be in a relationship. I don't care how much money he has. I don't care what the status is. I do not care. I will have my divine 
partner. And he will appreciate me as much as I appreciate him. And it will not be one-sided. It will be me giving and him giving and me receiving and him receiving. It will be balanced. So that answered that question on if I'm single or not. So let's take another break and let's get into these last questions. Okay, so let's see. I think I've kind of answered this other question um, earlier, but I just wanted to be clear. Uh, They asked me, what's the difference between dark magic and white magic? For me, there's no difference. Magic is magic. It depends on the person that is performing the magic. Um, It's duality. Like, if you use your magic to manifest things within your life... um, there's nothing dark about that. But if you are using magic to protect yourself from someone, there's nothing dark about that. If you are using magic to harm someone, then that is dark. Uh, it's duality. So there's good and bad with magic. And magic is alchemy. And magic is uh, dependent on the person that's performing the magic. Uh there's also candle magic. I do believe in that. Um, my products that I am launching at the end of the year will have candles involved in it. And candles uh, that I will, some I will dress, some I will not. And when I say dress, that means, you know, put herbs in it and burn it for seven days and things like that. Um, but I'm only going to do certain ones. The ones that connect to my business and who I am as an individual. You know, my my uh brand is a sunflower and sunflower is a a leo's flower and because i'm a leo my sun sign is leo but um i love sunflowers i've always loved sunflowers and that represents me as light the sun uh sun is also ruled by leo brightness um blooming my name is april you know sunflowers you know it's just that that's my part of my brand because i want people see to see the light in me and if someone has a different like logo or a different brand and so forth and it seems dark it still doesn't mean that it's dark i think that we need to stop putting labels on people and stop thinking that oh this person's dark or this person's late and this so forth and so on magic is magic how you use it makes it dark so hopefully that kind of cleared that up because you know like i said earlier when you have gifts of psychic abilities and discernment and empath and you can read people and you know what they're going to say before they say it and you can you can tell you can definitely manipulate people that way you can manipulate like I can dress a candle and have somebody come and be at my doorstep in three days like I could do that I can definitely get an ex-lover and do some stuff and then have him go crazy and cuckoo I can definitely do that but I have seen when you do not do your magic in light and with good and with high integrity, it comes back on you. Like I um, I have a cousin that did that same thing and she was messing around with magic and she wanted to get this particular guy and she did. But like three years later, it was like a mess. Like he just could not stand her. Like it was I'm telling you <laughs> from experience, do not 
dabble into magic if you do not know what you're doing. Okay. Let's see what else. This is so exciting. I love these questions. I'm going to try to do this like maybe once a month or maybe one every other month. I mean, you guys got to give me feedback and tell me what you guys um, want. Definitely visit, um, send questions to my email. It's soulone, S-O-L-E-O-N-E at mail.com. So send in questions or anything that you want to do. Um, If you have questions about this episode or if you want to post your questions for the next episode, definitely like shoot me an email. I love getting emails and um, feedback from my listeners. Okay, so I'm going to answer one last question and I saved this one for last because I think that this one is the most important and I'm going to have to take a break on this one because I got to like take a breath because this question right here is something that is personal to me. And, and I think that is going to help a lot of people. All right. So the question is, how do you get over the love of your life? And how do you allow yourself to open up in love again? Well, <laughs> if you think that that person was the love of your life, then, and you guys are no longer together, then that person was not the love of your life. That person was one of the most valuable lessons that you needed to learn in order to prepare you for the person that's right for you. And with that, you have to make the decision on letting it go. If you think that that person was the love of your life, you are attaching yourself to that person and you're not allowing yourself time to heal because you have this expectation that this person is going to come back to you. When you release that expectation of someone coming back to you and you start putting that love that you put into them and to yourself and you start thinking about all the great things that you can do for yourself and you start self-love like I did an episode before about self-love and self-care it is going to shift your energy and it's also going to let you know and see the lessons that you need to see in that relationship and and you will reflect back and be like you know what those road colored glasses comes off And when those rose-colored glasses come off, you really see the truth of things. Because when you're in love and truly in love, you see the good. You see all the good. You see, you remember how that person made you feel sometimes. And But when you take those rose-colored glasses off and you are truly honest about how that person made you feel, it's like a, a rude awakening, right? And... And you're like, man, like, I didn't hold myself to a high standard. Like, no, he wasn't as good or she wasn't as good as I thought she was, you know. And and that person made me learn X, Y, Z, whatever that is. You learn a lesson and you move on. If it's true love or if it's a twin flame or if it's a soulmate or something that's divinely guided, nothing you can do will stop the connection nothing you would do will stop the union not a single thing because if it was magical how you guys met it's going to be magical on how you guys reconnect in union if it's meant to be if it's not meant to be it won't happen and that is something that you have to accept 
Once you accept that and you give that person love and send them positive vibes and you pray for them and so forth and then you release it and you surrender and you let it go and then you put that love into yourself you will see a shift in within you that will allow the right person to come into you i've seen this so many times it's ridiculous and it's like once you let go of that expectation of who you thought the love of your life is not only do you get someone that is way better than what you thought you could it was going to come in an unexpected way I can literally write a book of people that I know that's exactly how it's happened. Clients, friends, family that just really just let go of the person that they thought they could never get over in a second that they do. Either that person comes back and they reconnect because I've seen that as well. Or you really find who you're meant to be with. So in order for you to, to allow yourself to open up a love again, I say that you need to heal You need to feel those feelings. You need to cry. You need to let it go. You need to feel all the emotions. Because when you are in love with someone and it doesn't work out, it's like a grieving period. Just like if you lose someone, right? Because it feels kind of the same. Your heart's broken. You're sad. You thought this person was the one and it wasn't. And from experience, and I'm talking from experience and from like clients and family and friends, The second that you start pulling into yourself, you start vibrating higher, you start attracting people that's on the same vibration as you. But as soon, but when you're attached to the other person you thought you were going to be in in love with, are you going to spend the rest of your life with? You're being pulled and you're being dragged into this low vibration. But when you want things to be in the kindest way and gentlest way, and you still give them love even though they hurt you and you forgive. You forgive them because you forgive yourself. And that's when magic starts to happen. That's when you really like, you know what? I deserve. I deserve this. I deserve that. And whatever that is for you. And and at the end of the day, you can't keep talking about it. You can't keep talking about, oh, the love of my life and, oh, this didn't happen. You can't, you got to let that energy go. You got, because as soon as you keep talking about it and, and keep manifest, it's going to manifest, you know? So stay true to yourself, uh, put into yourself. I can't speak this and say this enough because this is the most important thing. Um, it's the love on yourself. So anyway, um, I think that is the last of the questions that I'm going to do this time. I hope that you really enjoyed this. I know I did. Um, This was fun. And you can see a little bit of my personality. I'm a little silly um, most of the time. Um, So you guys enjoy your rest of your week. It's Wednesday, hump day. And I will have a new podcast on Friday. You guys take care. Mm -hmm.